0: This is Susanna Hills' podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. Hi there. so good to have you join us today in our online celebration. I trust that this is going to be a great time together and I'm really hoping that it will be a wonderful encouragement uh, to you. I hope you're enjoying this series on Gifted. I think it's an absolute key uh, series that we are in at the moment. It's going to be life-changing for for many people. I want to ask you a question. Are you one of those people that shies away from saying that you have gifts and talents? Are you one of those people that actually have gifts and talents, but perhaps you're hiding them uh, under the table, as it were? I want to encourage you today. You and I are created in the image of God. And for that reason, we are gifted. When we come to faith in Christ, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, and when we begin our journey of finding out who we are in God, we discover that God has invested gifts and talents in us. I love the scripture in Ephesians 2, verse 10 it says, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I think that's an amazing scripture. There, there we see that God has prepared us for good works. There's a calling, there's a destiny upon each of our lives. There's an inheritance that, that we are to walk into when, when we, we enter this journey. Of faith, there are works that God has prepared beforehand. there are giftings that God has prepared beforehand that we should uh, embrace and walk in. God has invested himself in you and me. He's gifted you, He's gifted me and the key is for us to find that gifting. get in touch with that gifting. become aware that we are gifted because we have the gifted one living within us. And God God wants to partner with us to, to shape and to mold and to hone that gifting so that we can touch the people around us, that we can touch the people of this world. Jesus was obviously fully gifted in, in every single way. He was exceptionally good at everything. You know, the, the mark of a genius is that they are exceptionally good at one thing. But if I could put it this way, the genius of Jesus is that he was exceptionally good at everything. Um, he was the full expression of the gifts uh, of God that came through his grace. And so today we're going to be looking at the gifts of teaching and encouragement. And our scripture is in Romans chapter 12 and I'm reading verses 5 to 8. So we though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another having gifts notice there having gifts it's it's a done deal. If you have encountered Christ, if you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, you have gifts. So Paul says, Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. There's the key. Let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts, in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. The key to understanding our giftedness is to understand the meaning of grace. Grace is God's favor that He lavishes upon us. We saved by grace, but then He, he gifts us which is an expression of his grace in fact the word charismatic is loosely made up of two words grace which is charis and um, mata which is gifting so charis mata is grace gifting i believe jesus was a charismatic and you know, a lot of people raise their eyebrows when i say that but if you look at the definition of charismata, grace gifting, and when you realize and agree that Jesus was full of grace, as John said in his gospel, he was full of grace. And so Jesus, to me, was fully charismatic because he flowed fully in every gift of grace. So Jesus is our, our template. He is our model. And so Jesus models every single gift. And we are to emulate. We are to, to follow in, in his footsteps. So every, every gift is an expression of the grace of God. You and I are channels of the grace of God we've received grace and now we are channels of grace we we are conduits through which grace flows we are funnels of the grace of God you and I are the means of touching and changing the world every one of us has been given a sphere a circle of influence you're, you may say, well, my circle's very small. It's just my, my family and my friends. Well, friends, that's where God has placed you. And He wants you to be productive. He wants you to be a channel of His grace, of His love. And He wants to express, he wants to express the gifts of grace through you in your sphere. It may be the people at work. It may be friends at school, at, at, at university, at, at work, in sport. Every one of us has a sphere of, of influence, and I want to encourage you to develop a passion that God may use you in the sphere where He has placed you. He wants to touch people with His grace through you, through your gifting. So today we're going to look at two, two gifts that we've read there in Romans chapter um, 12. We're going to look at the gift of encouragement and the gift of of teaching, and what I want to do today, I want to turn them around, and I want to start with the gift of exhortation. That's what it says in the in the ESV. Um, exhort. Exhort is quite a strong word. Exhort means to encourage, to strengthen, or to put courage in to somebody. And it's it's a wonderful, wonderful gift. Obviously, we all, if we made the effort, could flow in that gift because we all have the means. You don't have to be a super spiritual, super spiritual superman to exercise the gift of encouragement. There are some people that just that just overflow with encouragement. They are just exhorters. That's 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 what motivates them. They are always encouraging people, they are always lifting people's spirits, they've always got a great word. And they're always seeing the the, the bright side. They are people where the glass is not half empty, it's half full. And uh, we thank God for those people. But I want to encourage you, every one of us can be uh, an exhorter. But an exhorter is someone who will come alongside someone, they will encourage them, they will see the positive, and, and they will lift people's spirits. And that's exactly what the Holy Spirit does, isn't He? He's the paracletos. He's the one who stands alongside of us. He's the one who encourages us. And so when you and I become um, exhorters, and and especially if you've got that gift, um, that is the the, the wonderful gift that encourages people, lifts their spirits, gets alongside people, puts courage in them. You know, when I was a a, a young preacher, um, you know, I was a school dropout I never got to matric. I messed everything up. But then God called me radically into the ministry. And from the age of 18, I started my training as a, as a local preacher in the Methodist church. And I was given a deaconess. I, was, I should say I was given to a deaconess to be trained. And, and you know, I've often thought of that. And I, I know for a fact that my superintendent didn't think I was material for the ministry. And I think he thought, well, just give him to Sister Connie and uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll kind of just give him to her. Little did they know that Sister Connie would be the one who would believe in me. She'd be the one who would encourage me. He, she would be the one who would stand alongside me and, and, and egg me on and encourage me and give me hope as, as I, I made that study. And she stuck with me for three years and, and, and she believed in me. And she was the one who got me for, through those first three years of encouragement. And I thank God for, uh, for her. And we need those, those people around us who can encourage us. You know, when you've fallen into a pit, you don't need a prophet to come by and, 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 and ask you, well, is there sin in your life? What, what's gone wrong? How come you've, you've brought this calamity Upon yourself. When, when, you, when you've fallen down a deep, dark pit, you don't need a teacher to come and teach you about the perils of walking in the dark. What you need is the gift of encouragement. You need an exhorter to come your way. You need someone to come there and to tell you, listen, don't worry. We've called 911. Help us on the way. And here in the meantime, he has a Coke, he has a Sami. And I'm sitting here on the edge with you. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I'm right here with you. That's what you need in that moment. There's a wonderful scripture in Thessalonians that says, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And so friends, we, we need the encouragers. We need the exhorters. People want to be heard. People want, it to, be, they want to be listened to. They, they want to hear some praise. Um, people love it when we take notice. People love it when we say, well done, especially, we, we need to mean it when we say, well done. It may just be a small thing, but to say, well done. And just a phone call or a WhatsApp, just a word of encouragement, a word of scripture, when we offer to pray for someone, it's immense encouragement. We don't, people don't need a, a, a five-point sermon on how to get out of depression. They need to be loved and listened to and prayed for. So I want to encourage you. All of us to be exhorters. But those amongst us who have that gift, I want to encourage you to exercise that gift. People around you need that gift. They need to be encouraged. They need to be given hope. And the second, the second gift we want to look at uh, in this next part of the message is the gift of teaching. Now, Jesus was a genius teacher. It says in the Bible that the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority. And so there was a power when Jesus preached. You know, the people were used to hearing very learned people, the rabbis, the scribes teaching. But for them, Jesus stood out. They were astonished. And why were they astonished? Why were they blown away? I'll tell you what I believe it is. He was not just giving information, but he was giving revelation and insight. His teaching was a window into truth. His teaching was a window into God. His teaching was the way into the heart of God. And the people said, no one ever spoke like this man. Obviously, there were eloquent speakers. There must have been great speakers and teachers. But Jesus' teaching brought them life. The great preacher Spurgeon, he says, Their main astonishment was the certainty, the power, and the weight of the things he said. So I want to ask this question. What was Jesus' genius in teaching? Why was he such a great teacher. This is what I feel. Number one, he loved people. And when he taught, people felt the love of God. You see, there's the grace gifting working. The grace of God is coming through Jesus, the teacher, and he's connecting their hearts with truth and with God. His desire, his passion was to bring people into a relationship with their father. And that's what his teaching was all about. He knew the condition of the heart of man. He told, he told parables. He told stories. He had great analogies and a sense of humor. He could say to a person, instead of looking at the speck in your brother's eye, have a look at the log in your own. He could say, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And in that way, he got connection with people. He could connect with them. He could create a platform, whether it was one-to-one or whether it was one-to-ten or one-to-five thousand. He could connect with people and he could be the channel of God's grace to open people's minds to the truth. I want to ask the question, why? Why was the teaching of Jesus so impactful in that, in that setting. Here's a key. His teaching was Holy Spirit empowered. Jesus said this. He said, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is of no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are Spirit and life. That's what set Jesus apart From all other teachers. When he spoke, it was by the Holy Spirit. He was gifted and anointed by the Holy Spirit, and when he taught, people's hearts were opened. They were open to the truth. Paul said a similar thing in 1 Corinthians 2. He says, And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. And that's the mark of a teacher, the gift of teaching, when we can connect with people and when we can impart spiritual life to people. So how does that apply to me? Well, clearly, we are not all upfront teachers. But I believe because the Holy Spirit lives within us, every one of us is a teacher at one level or another. Every one of us who are born again have the teacher residing within us. And every one of us, I believe, is able to exercise the gift of teaching at some level. Think about this. Ladies, you know how to give a recipe to your friends. You know how you would talk to them and how you would talk them through preparing that particular dish or how to bake that really wonderful cake. That's the the gift of teaching in the natural. Men, you can tell your mate everything that happened in the rugby match or the soccer match on Saturday when you see him at the office. And here's, here's my point. If you can do that in the natural, you can do it in the spiritual. If you have found a breakthrough in your life, you have the ability to share that with your friends, with your family. And the gift of teaching can operate through you in a very powerful way. Think about it. If I'm able to share my testimony with the help of the Holy Spirit, I believe the gift of teaching can be exercised in that way. But here's the challenge. The secret secret is that we are receiving spiritual truth. The secret is that we are growing in our walk with Jesus Christ. The secret is us encountering the Lord. It's the secret of us growing in Him, getting excited about his word, getting excited about new new revelation, new insights as, as, as the life of faith opens up to us. Friends, when that's happening to us, surely there should be a desire for us to impart that to others. And it may just be the ones and twos. It may just be your family, your immediate family, some friends at work, some buddies at school or at varsity. But the gift of teaching can flow through each of us When when we have received truth and and we impart, because isn't that the essence of teaching? The ability to impart spiritual truth, not just knowledge, but a knowledge that will bring people into a closer walk with God, that will help them understand this amazing journey that we are on. So how do we apply this whole thing of, 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 of being gifted to our own personal lives? You know, you can't become a painter like Leonardo da Vinci by just looking at his paintings. Neither can you become a great musician by just listening to a a genius like Mozart. But here's the interesting thing. You can become like Jesus who is full of grace. You can become... Like Jesus, in His genius, some of His genius can rub off on you and me as we fellowship with Him. Jesus resides within us. <clears throat> we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's, that's the, the difference between ge- the geniuses of the world and the genius of Jesus. The difference is that I can have a spiritual impartation from Jesus and the gifting that he's blessed me with can grow and develop and I can become exceptionally good at a spiritual gift. And it's it's my, my calling and my responsibility as a member of the body of Christ to become aware of how God has gifted me or gifting me. To me, it's an absolute key in the walk of faith as a Christian. I believe there's a tremendous call of God upon you and me to discover who we are in Him, to discover how He's gifted us. We can all flow in the nine gifts of the Spirit at times, but there's a gifting that He's placed within each one of us that will be a a motivation in our lives. Friends, I want to encourage you. God wants you to discover that gifting. And when you when you begin to become aware of it, He wants to encourage you um, to to grow in that gifting, to submit yourself to Him, to be asking the Holy Spirit to to, to get help to expand and grow in, in, in this gifting. I want you to imagine something for a moment. I mean, let's say for argument's sake, in in our auditorium today, there were like 300 people. Imagine if just 30% of this group of 300 knew who they were in God, were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they understood something of the gifting that God had placed in them, that they were pursuing this gifting with a passion, and even more so, were prepared to exercise their gifting, not just in the setting of the church, but out there in the world. Friends, can you begin to see what an incredible, powerful impact we would have in the world? And friends, that's not... That's not theory. To me, the body of Christ should be the most powerful body on earth. Because God has invested Himself in us. He is gifting us and anointing us to be His angels in a broken world, to be His messengers to be His his conduits of His grace and mercy. So it's, it's not a theoretical thing. I want you to imagine yourself discovering your gifts, discovering the anointing that is upon your life, and then being prepared to pay the price to grow in that gifting and to exercise that gifting. And I want to promise you I know for sure that as you walk in that gifting and constantly allow the Holy Spirit to sharpen you and shape that gifting, and, and, and as long as you are prepared to step out on the water and exercise that gifting, I promise you, you'll grow in that gifting. You'll be surprised at what God will do with you. Friends, I want to encourage you. The Bible says, and I find such encouragement to this, God chooses the weak things of this world to shame the strong. We're living in a very fancy age with lots of technology and lots of clever people and lots of clever apps. But friends, I want to encourage you. God has invested himself in his people. You take the spoken word. The spoken word will never go until Jesus comes again. And God has predestined us to to have gifts of the Spirit to live in them and to see them grow in us and to exercise them to touch a dying, broken world. Friends, you move in circles that I will never move in. And that's true for all of us to one degree or another. God has placed us in a sphere of influence where He wants to touch certain people. And so we get strengthened in the body of Christ. We we, we allow ourselves to get developed in our gifting in, in, in the safe country. And when we go out in the hostile country in the world, we have more courage to go out and to use our gifting and be the channels of the grace of God in a broken, dying world. Friends, I want to say to you, you are someone's gift. You are someone's gift. Embrace it with faith. Get excited about it and say, Lord, I believe you're gifting me in this way. I want to surrender to you. I want to submit to you. I want to ask you to help me to be filled with the Spirit, to be anointed by the Spirit, and to grow in my gifting. And I will use it for your your glory, your honor, for the benefit of the body of Christ, and for the, the benefit of a dying world. So friends, maybe you've been listening to me today and, and you're being stirred. I want you right now, I want you now to take a few minutes and say, God, you've saved me. You've delivered me from darkness. You've transferred me into the kingdom of light. I'm your child. I, I want to be a blessing to the world. I want to be a channel of your grace. Forgive me for not, for not stepping up and embracing my gifting and my calling and living it out by faith in the power of the Spirit. Friends, just take a moment and say, God, I I want to know my gifting. I want to step into that place and experience my gifting. I want to be a blessing to the body of Christ and I want to be a blessing to everyone that you connect me with. Friends, there are divine appointments waiting for me, for you. There are doors waiting to be open that God is going to take us through. You and I need to get equipped. You and I need to rise up. We need to stir ourselves and say, God, you've called me. You've equipped me. I want to embrace that. I want to embrace my gifting. I want to grow in my gifting. Friends, I believe that God will blow wind in your sails because you and I are God's instruments of touching a desperate world. And then maybe, you, maybe you've been watching this broadcast today. Maybe you're far from God. Maybe, maybe you've been stirred as you listen to this message, as you hear about the wonderful grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and how He saved us and the plans and purposes He has for us, that, that, that we are destined, we, we, we are called, we, we have an inheritance in God. I want to encourage you, if you're far from God today, I'm going to pray a prayer in a while. And I'm I'm going to ask you to just respond to God wherever you are. No matter where you're watching from, that you will respond to God, that you'll come back to God, that you'd surrender your life to Jesus, that He may be Lord. And as Lord, He'll bring you uh, into a place of clarity of, of your calling and of your destiny and help you understand that you play a major role in the body of Jesus Christ. You are a cherished member of the body of Christ. And if you're watching today and you've never prayed a prayer of confession, that you've never never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you now, if if God is touching your heart, if you're stirred in your heart, no matter where you are, I want you to take a minute right now, and, and it's very simple. It's very simple. All you need to do is say, Lord Jesus, I give myself to you. It's as simple as that. It's so simple to say, Lord Jesus, I surrender myself to you now. I've been living my own life. I've been in charge of my own life, but today I surrender myself to you. I, I want you, I ask you to be my saviour today. I want to put my faith in you today, Lord Jesus. If that is for you, you, I want you to just say that very simply. Lord, I come to you, I give myself to you, and I ask you, to save me from my sin. I ask you to forgive me my sin, to cleanse me and wash me and make me new. So will you pray with me? Father, thank you for this incredible thing that we are gifted. We are graced by you to be a blessing to the world, to be a blessing to the church and a blessing to the world. Father, it's awesome to think how you can use ordinary people like us just vessels of clay but we have this treasure in earthen vessels to show that the power belongs to you and not to us Father we are amazed that you should use people like us the weak things of the world the despised things of the world you have decided to invest your life in us your spirit in us you fill us with your spirit you gift us you grace us so that we can be a blessing that we can impact the world and I thank you for that. So today, Lord, I embrace my gifting. I surrender myself. Use me, Lord. Take my life. Let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. And for those of you who wanted to surrender to Christ today, just pray, Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I give myself to you. I surrender my life to you. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive me of my sin to cleanse me, to wash me, to accept me. I I invite you today into my life as Savior. Save me, Lord, from myself and from my sin. Wash me clean in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for anyone who's prayed that prayer, that you'd come and fill them with your Holy Spirit and that you'd protect that salvation, that decision that they've made today to step out for you. And I ask you to bless them and favor them in a mighty way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times, or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.